0: lens Nine.
1: This is Johnny Burnett, reminding you that you're listening to the Dave McCormick Show, C-F-U-N, Vancouver. Hi there, this is Johnny Burnett, reminding you that you get more music, more often, on CKWX in Vancouver.
2: Hi there, this is Circa. You're listening to Co-op Radio 102.7 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, in the heart of the downtown east side. You're listening to the Hit and Miss Parade Show with Circa. This theme uh, this week, 1961, Strictly Instrumental, and that's all you're going to hear. Instrumentals. Found 62 of them that made the Vancouver Top 40 in 1961. First one you heard uh, was Like Long Hair by Paul Revere and the Raiders, composed by Paul Revere, not the guy that was writing. It was their first charter, and we all know that they were formed in Portland. Following that, the Royal Tones, Flamingo Express from Dearborn, Michigan. Then the Shadows, FBI. Can't believe that not one of their singles has ever charted on Billboard in the States. But they were number 24 with that tune here. And last night, the Marquis, number 3, in Vancouver number three in the States too if you recognize the music there's two people that everybody knows Steve Cropper and Donald Duck Dunn the MGs from Detroit and you heard two Johnny Burnett promos one for Rival stations at that time, Fun and WX, and back. you're listening to West Dacus Rebels, Canadian group, out of Edmonton, from 19, uh, well, not 1961, but from the 60s, and the capital label in Canada. So we hope you enjoy tonight, stay tuned, we'll be here till 8
1: Hi, this is Johnny Cash, and for really good listening, you dialed the right spot.
2: Yeah to open the door for somebody. Oh, have we got off to a start here? 1961 Strictly Instrumentals. Poor Chris is not here. I I miss him. I need him. But maybe the next time we're here, he'll be with me. Uh, You listen to Johnny Cash, the man. Stick Shift by the Duels. An L.A. only charter for the Duels. On the rebound, Floyd Kramer, who had 11 hits, that made the charts in the States from Louisiana. Uh, Apache by Jorgen Ingman, born in Copenhagen, Denmark. Made, made number two in the States, number four in Vancouver. And the Frogman doing Underwater. Who else? Did quite well here. Top 15, L.A. group, only hit. And you listen to more Dick Dacus on Co-op Radio, 102.7 FM, CFRO uh sidewinder it's called and we're gonna go into a little trippin with dick dick dale and the deltones right after wes is out of here so stay tuned We'll I love that song by The Ventures. Actually, that and Perfidia are my two favorite all-timers. Anyhow, that's the SeaTac group, The Ventures. Before that, you heard Driving Home by Dwayne Eddy, that Red used to play on his show a lot on the Jamie label, made under 16, written by Dwayne Eddy. You know, Dwayne Eddy did quite well. Hall of Fame, 1994. I'm sure The Ventures are in it, too. He had 28 hits that charted on Billboard. And before that, you heard The Green Grass of Texas by, who else? The Texans. Johnny Burnett and his brother, Dorsey Burnett. That made number 21 here. And just made 100, number 100 at Billboard, 1961. The Ramrods with that Stan Jones song, Ghost Riders in the Sky, In the Top Ten in Vancouver, The Ramrods were from Connecticut, and they're one-hit wonders. And before that, Ticonderoga, which makes me think of Curly Howard, by the Saturday nights, never made the survey down there, made the top 16 here. Um, I forgot to tell you, well, I'll tell you again, it's Co-op Radio 102.7 FM CFRO, But we're going to have a special thing at the end of the show. It's not going to be an instrumental. It's going to be something called The Corruptibles by The Good Guys. Following the success of Dickie Goodman's The Touchables, C-Fund produced its own variation, The Corruptibles. It was produced in-house as a novelty or break-in song using clips from other Top 40 songs with go-between, in-between narrations leading up to each clip. The Good Guys referred to Andy Lachlan, producer dave mccormick writer baby blue eyes brian lord as the narrator it was on the sea fund label available only at local dairy queen outlets the flip side was blank the record could possibly be the very first reference to the sea fund djs as a good guy's a term which would eventually replace the swinging men at fourteen ten. anyways i have to do some work here
0: We'll
1: Listen all the way, radio. Oh, Big X with the Big Hit Parade. This is the Mighty 1130 CKWX, second to none, always number one. Hi there, this is Red Robinson, and this is the Fabulous 40 Show. Your hits, your favorites, your Fabulous 40 in review. It's all yours today. Hi there, this is Sammy Davis Jr., and we're really swinging at the
2: station with the big sound. Oh, thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Red. And thank you, Bob Regan, who's doing Tarantula right now. In that set, you started out, we started out Tell the World by the String Alongs, who were a quintet of four guitars and one drummer. Remember they did Wheels? And 61, too, made number three. And then you heard the Toro, El Toro, Lucky Link Ray made number eight up here. Didn't make, didn't dent anything down there. Um, it's funny. He was a star in the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, and knots. Never made it to the teens. Ring of Fire, Dwayne Eddy, number four in Vancouver, and. Number 84 down there. I can't believe that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Written by June Carter, Johnny Cash's wife, and Merle Kilgore. Before that, the influences on the Led Zeppelin, Santo and Johnny with Hopscotch. Made number 10 here, number 90 on the Canadian American label. And Bob Moore, Mexico. And now more string alongs, brass buttons.
1: Hi, this is Sam Cook speaking and inviting you to stay tuned for all the latest from this spot on the dial.
2: Thank you, Sam. You uh, are listening to uh, Co-op Radio 102.7, the Hidden Miss Parade show with Circa, without Chris. Uh, we opened up with Brass Buttons the String Alongs. Written by Norman Petty, who produced many of Buddy Holly's songs and actually co wrote some of them according to him. Then, Theme from Dixie, Dwayne Eddy, written by Dwayne Eddy, made number six here. And then, Number One Everywhere, Lawrence Welk, Calcutta. Uh, then, The Bee Bumble and the Stinkers, or The Stingers, The Flight of the Bumblebee, Bumble Boogie. Uh, It was done by a bunch of L.A. session men, including Ernie Freeman. They got together and said, hey, let's have a hit. They did it. Blue Moon, finally performed by uh, The Ventures. Made the top 24 here. Orange Blossom Special, Billy Vaughn. He had 28 hits on the Billboard survey. Born in Glasgow. This is number 15. And then... You heard the Versatiles, Canadian Group, Stepping Stones, and now Hugh Dixon, all gone, 1964, Rusticana, in Canada. And guess what's coming up? A couple of promos, well, there's a promo and a jingle, and then the good guys are going to do the corruptibles. And I'm wondering, where are the people that started 8? Oh, here they are now. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to you later.
1: turned on the radio instead of the television. I thought I was going blind. But then everybody knows that you don't need eyes to hear the best in town at...
2: It's the giant sound of Canada's West of Radio 1410 See fun Radio
1: April 1st, 1961, April Fool's Day. The notorious Al Cornpone Empire of the Roaring Twenties has been reorganized. Heading the new mob is Al Cornpone Jr. Who tried to find happiness in an unfriendly world. Although a young man... 16, just yesterday. He was destined to become as famous as his father. Just like my dad. In his inaugural address to his gang young Cornpone Jr. was heard to say.
0: <laughs>
1: the headquarters for the new syndicate was Vancouver, Canada. News of the crime wave was brought to the attention of the swinging Man at 1410, better known as the Good Guys. The Cornpone mob immediately tried to bribe the Good Guys. George, should I get the bag of beads and trinkets? The Good Guys answered new- and set up a citywide dragnet. Following a lead that more of the Cornpone gang would arrive at the Vancouver International Airport, Jerry Lee Lander reported from the scene. The plane was way overdue. The reason being... They may have run into some turbulent weather. Happy Pappy was located high atop the c transmitter tower to keep tab on movements of the gang. What do you say, Al? I always say hello. He was quickly replaced by Brian Lord. Baby blue. Another of the good guys. By this time, the Corpone gang had eluded the good guys and was terrorizing the city. With the town in an uproar, C-Fund News quickly contacted the city hall. In a stuttering report, the mayor replied And added this personal plea to Al Cornpone Jr.
0: Oh my darling, please surrender
1: In a report from Vancouver City Police Chief Meanwhile, back at the radio station Frosty Force and Big Dave McCormick noticed that several of the winners of last week's c Twin Pick hits were members of the Al Cornpone Jr. gang, including their notorious leader. The postmarks on the envelopes led the good guys to where the Cornpone mob had their hideout. The fight that followed Battle's glorious, and it's victorious. finally brought to an end the reign of terror.
0: Might as well
1: While awaiting his trial, Al Cornpone Jr. was asked who influenced him to follow in his father's footsteps to a life of crime. When I became a page, my mother called me to the side. The trial was held. On July 3rd in 63. And Al Cornpone Jr. and his gang were sentenced to a life in prison. <laughs> With the job done and the Cornpone gang arrested, the good guys turned to each other and said,
0: Bug bugga, bug all
1: when asked, how was this possible? Simple. They were corruptible.
2: Well, <clears throat> booga, 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 I'm all gone too. Thanks for listening. Mark, Mark is bringing the gospel. So stay tuned. Any minute now. Yeah. Goodbye.